Good morning and welcome in, everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of Scripture, but before we do that, I want to tell you a little story. For the last 20 years, Andrew and I have worked deep in the woods of the northern Minnesota forest, and we've cut firewood and collected cones for seeding and harvested many other things as a means of income. And sometimes when we walk through a large stand of red pine, it's very common to see spray paint on the trees. While many trees that have great potential in the future will remain standing, the foresters in our area will take a blue can of spray paint to mark out certain trees that need to be cut down. And this reminds me of the Christian life. Did you know that in the very same way, we're supposed to mark out people in the church? We want to mark those people out who cause division because of their unbiblical and contrary doctrines. In the church, we're supposed to be perfectly joined together by the teachings of Scripture, and this group of people cause disunity within the members. Because of their lack of belief in God's Word, they attempt to convince and even encourage others to leave the church with them. Romans 16, 17 through 18 says, Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them, which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you have learned, and avoid them. The Apostle Paul was training Timothy to shepherd the church, instructing him to, or instructing him in spiritual knowledge. And when you are educated and brought up in spiritual truth, you'll easily recognize contrary doctrine for what it really is, a lie. The best defense against all the lies in this world is the truth of God's word. This is why the apostles and disciples were constantly preaching and bringing the church people into remembrance. The more scripture you can place in a person's mind, the more they'll be able to discern false doctrine. Since we were very young children, we've been educated that two plus two equals four. Now, it's pretty difficult to be convinced otherwise because we have been born and raised understanding the truth of that mathematical equation. The more knowledge of math that we possess, the harder it is for somebody to try and educate us in the opposite direction. It's really no different in the church. The more of the Bible that we have in our heart, the less tolerant of contrary doctrine we're going to be. Ephesians 4, 14 through 15, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine. Hebrews 13, 9 says, be not carried about with diverse and strange doctrines. The devil is alive and well in the world today and can be found in numerous churches that profess Christianity as their faith, and he can appear as an angel of the light. While the truth is, he's an angel of the devil. Many people think that the devil is running around with a red cape and horns, but he can appear in a three-piece suit, even as an apostle of Christ, or behind the pulpit. But the smiling devil is just a wolf in sheep's clothing. 2 Corinthians 11, verse 13 through 15 says, For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. You know, when all is said and done, the devil can be readily identified 
because he does not want you to obey the Bible. The devil does not want you to obey God. The devil does not want you to listen to scriptural truth. The devil calls those who preach the truth liars. And he's been doing this for thousands of years. He seduced Eve in the Garden of Eden to go against God's will. He hates God and wants people to serve and worship him instead. The devil's purpose is to lead people astray from serving and obeying God. If you cannot recognize the devil and his works, then you quite possibly will be deceived yourself. What the devil does is he tries to cause division or split within a church group, tries to break it all up. 1 John 2.19 says, They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us, but they went out that they might be made manifest, that they were they uh, were not all of us. Think about it now. What, what does a wolf do? He tries to scatter the sheep. The ministers warned about this all the time. Acts 20, verse 30 through 31. Also of your own selves shall men arise, speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after them. Therefore, watch. And remember that by the space of three years, I cease not to warn every one night and day with tears. The apostles did not want the church to be divided and broken up, but united in one mind under the teachings of God's holy word. 1 Corinthians 1 verse 10, Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. The Holy Spirit is one spirit. And if we are uh, all filled up with that same spirit, we will all be very similar and of one mind. 1 Corinthians 3, 3, For ye are yet carnal, for whereas there is among you envying and strife and divisions, are ye not carnal and walk as men? 1 Corinthians eleven eighteen, For first of all, when you come together in the church, I hear that there be divisions among you. And I partly believe it. When people resist scriptural truth, what happens is they become the enemies of Christ in their own mind. And these people need to be avoided because in that state, they don't love God. And bad associations can corrupt your faith. The devil deceives foolish women, just like he led away Eve from the truth. But God is going to Expose his sinful and wicked activities. Second Timothy 3, verse 6-9 says, For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive, silly women laden with sins, led away with diverse lusts, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now as Janus and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith. But they shall proceed no further, for their folly shall be manifest unto all men, as theirs also was. Romans sixteen eighteen. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. You see, the devil wants to scatter the sheep and lead them all astray. John ten ten says, The thief cometh not but for to steal 
and to kill and to destroy. But their judgment approaches quickly. Second Peter 2, 1 through 3, But there are false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction, and many shall follow their pernicious ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of, and through covetous shall they with feigned words make merchandise of you whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not, and their damnation slumbereth not. If they truly don't believe in Scripture, well, it's best to avoid them. I think it's high time to mark these people out and dig out some spray paint. Let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching TLK JBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms. We're not associated nor affiliated with any other religious groups, and you can get our entire podcast feeds directly, along with transcripts at tlkjbc.com. Or I suppose that you could find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Peace to you, and the Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.